Welcome to the Volatile Weekly Podcast. In this episode, I was able to speak with Hangza. It was a great conversation, and I'm sure that you will enjoy it as well. Hello, and welcome to the podcast today. I have Sam, also known as Hangza, on the podcast. Uh, uh, please uh, tell me a bit about yourself. Hey man, hey everyone that's listening, my name's Hongza, um, I'm a musician from North London um, and I make tunes for you guys, um, I'm also like a TikTok uh, kind of influencer but I'd say my music is quite inspired by 90 shoegaze as well as indie pop bands um, like the 1975 and it's kind of like a nostalgic whirlwind to all the music I love growing up as a kid, bits of 90s shoegaze and noughties alternative rock and yeah, I say that's who I am. I'm Hongsa. So, uh, so you've always been in, into, you know, like, like indie pop and stuff like that. Yeah, I say. Um, I guess I really kind of fell in love with indie when I hit like my. I say like when I turned eighteen, when I started going to um, college, which I guess is the equivalent of like, um, was it senior? um high school for you guys over there that's where i kind of like really fell in love with um bands like 1975 jaws um but growing up i always listened to like the classics you know like your led zeppelins and your nirvanas and i loved my guns and roses so much like i used to have um a top hat and a less poor one i just wanted to be slash growing up but yeah i'd say indie pop and indie rock is kind of my my type my taste in music Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I can definitely uh, tell it in your music. I was just listening to uh, a few of your songs uh, earlier, and uh, so um, let's see here. Y- you are from London, correct? Yeah, from London, North London. Yeah. Uh, how do you th- feel that that influences your music? I feel like because London is such a diverse city. Do you know what I mean? There's so many different people and it's so diverse um and it creates this huge sonic um diversity in terms of everyone that's kind of around me and everyone that's in the music scene so I think as well as like being such a busy city it reflects in my work in terms of lyrically or like the soundscapes um I think a lot of my lyrics are about topics that um people kind of go through um within their early 20s um and I use my experiences of being in London to kind of shape my sound like I'm also really inspired by loads of bands from London like Bombay Bicycle Club and Wolf Alice um yeah I think that's how kind of being in this mad city influences my music and um creates my sound Hmm. so um when when did you um first get into uh, making music Oh, that's a good one, uh, Jared, actually. I think I've always been playing guitar since I was a young boy. Like My dad got me a guitar when I was nine and I started writing songs then. Um, I've been in loads of different bands. I was in like a really bad covers band when I was 13, 14. Like we did Rune 5 and stuff like that on YouTube. But I got into um, a band called Days, which is like a shoegaze band before this project. Um, and that did okay. Like we played a couple of tours, put a couple of tracks. Um, but under Hongza, um, I think it's only been about nine months since I've been releasing music so far. Yeah, uh, and I see that you've um, put out 
you know, several tracks since then. And I, I was at, I was looking on Spotify, and it seems that that song December has a lot of listens. Yeah, it's crazy to be honest. Like those, so that track and Gone, my first two tracks were never actually meant to be put out to the world. Um, but the global pandemic happened, and um, COVID nineteen kind of kicked in. I was like, I need to put on, I need to put out some music. I had so much free time. I was like, let's put out some music and put out feeler and see how people react to it. And I guess people really love that song um it was about a breakup that I had during Christmas and that's why it's called December and yeah it was really early part of um, my musical journey and just excited to see what comes next after December um and after the EP tracks that I'm releasing out at the moment oh yeah well I, I mean you you're doing good so far so I mean keep at it <laughs> thank you man thank you I really appreciate that yeah um now you recently um, put that song out, uh, "Dream, Sleep, Eat." Uh, tell me a bit about that song and what inspired you to write it. Yeah, I think "Dream, Sleep, Eat" was probably one of the first tracks um, that I wrote with my band um, on this EP as well. Um, and I think the creative process was that we just kind of jammed the, I always kind of start off with an idea um, and we started jamming about it and like we kind of structured a song in the rehearsal room and then took it onto our laptops and demoed it up and that like, worked on the structure of that and I think lyrically um, it was about a time where I was single and I was using a lot of online dating apps and it's essentially about the cycle of online dating how um, places like Tinder and Hinge and Bumble have this endless sea of people um that you can meet and i'm a i'm a pisces and i'm quite i think i'm quite a hopeless romantic um and i've always gone into these dates thinking oh this is like she's the one like um and because of this world that we live in because of these dating apps um sometimes they're not the one and you get kind of upset about the cycle of getting to know them kind of liking them realizing that you're not fit for each other and then doing it all over again um it's quite tough i feel like because especially when you're dating it's so like demoralizing when you're like oh this is an awesome person but it's not at the end um so yeah that's what the song's about essentially it's about online the online cycle of dating yeah and i mean you're you're you definitely touched on you know how the uh, online dating scene can be difficult. Uh, you know, my experience, you really don't know the person until you actually, you know, meet them. So, mm. so. Yeah, I, I agree, man. And I feel like because of how, where we are in the world, um, a lot of people, including myself, have like anxiety when it comes to going up to a person and talking to them at a bar or wherever you meet them. Um, because it's so easy on dating apps because you have time to process your thoughts and time to come up with a witty joke. Do you know what I mean? While in a um, in a bar or a club or wherever you're meeting someone, um, rejection is kind of right in your face. And yeah, you, these apps have kind of distorted people um, in terms of how they talk to each other in person. So, so do you think uh, you know the online dating has been uh, uh, good for or bad for humanity? It's so hard to say, though. Um, I guess it, everything's got its negatives and its positives. I feel like um, 
online dating allows you to meet people that you would never meet before and for some people they they can build a really strong connection with that person and that person you never meet before like I'm saying but then the negative side of it is that it distorts people and it changes how people talk and it makes people a bit more anxious so um I don't know the answer to that to be honest I guess I'm I kind of sit in the middle right now mm-hmm no, I mean, that's, that's understandable. I'm kind of the same way. Uh, and uh, I think I have the same viewpoint as, as you, because it, it does really, you, you know, you know, open you up to, you know, all of those people that you normally wouldn't, you know, it could be someone in another city, another country, you know, different neighborhood, you know, whatever. And, um, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, to, to me, the, the downside of it is always, you know, been you know what I mentioned before, where like you you can like fall in love with the love with the idea of the person, and then find out that they don't they don't really meet those expectations, which you know can be heartbreaking. So, I agree, man. I agree. Yeah, it's just a it's a really tough cycle. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I said, it's so demoralizing as well when you're like, damn, this person's amazing. But then it's like, oh, wait, we don't actually fit with each other. And they have to go through that whole process again of small talk and getting to know each other. And then if it's the same thing again, it's kind of like, well, what's the point of this? Do you know what I mean? Hmm. So uh, a moment ago, you were you were telling me, you know, how you um, put your songs together. So, so do you just um, start like jamming with your band and then see what kind of sound you get out of that and, and then that gives you the inspiration for the song is, is that how that works uh, it really depends you know jared i feel like um every process every writing process uh differs each time sometimes i can write a song just on acoustic guitar by myself and then take it to the band and we write stuff or i'll demo up an entire track on like garage band or something and arrange everything um, or I'll be in a writing session with another songwriter or writing session with another producer. Um, so it really, really ranges. I think when the song is always made, um, I bring it to my band anyways, and they kind of like add their little flair to it and make it their own. Um, and then we take it to an actual producer and then they kind of add the little glistening on top and add their color to it and turn it into what it is today. Um, so yeah, it, it really varies all the time. Hmm. Now you said that um you've you launched this project about nine months ago, um, which was uh you know towards the beginning of uh, the COVID pandemic. What would you say that this project was you know born out of that pandemic? Um, or did it kind of exist uh, somewhere in your head before then? I think officially it was born during the pandemic, but um I was I, I created like I brought in my band members and stuff like two maybe a year prior to that like we were I was already getting ready to release stuff and writing music and um in this development stage in I think 2019 or at the, at the end of 2018 actually um my kind of plan was to release the EPs first and um, that would be it from there but yeah because of the pandemic I decided to release everything else so I guess I would say that is kind of um a pandemic baby. Yeah, I think a lot of things have, have kind of uh, popped out 
you know, over the last several months, uh, I think some people, you know, uh, have gotten inspiration from it and other people have, um, have just found, you know, time to try things they haven't before. Um, in what ways do you feel like the, um, you know, the pandemic has, you know, impacted you and the people around you? It's, it's been crazy, you know, I feel like the, cause London's had, I think like three lockdowns um, and the first lockdown was pretty good to me um, because I realized that I wanted to be a creative again. Um, and I started making like TikTok videos and building this TikTok following, which is now at like 35,000 people. Um, and I started releasing music and um, bring out this Hongza project. Um, and being really creative, like writing a lot, that's because the sun was out all the time. You could go outside in your garden um, and chill and like exercise and mental health is really good. And I always thought my mental health, I always prided myself on my mental health because I always thought I was so solid, nothing could break me. And then winter came and then the third pandemic hit and it really affected my mental health and my creativity. I just didn't really want to get out of bed in the morning and I just felt like I was stuck working all the time and not being creative and I feel like the pandemic has really had its positive and negatives on me um we're coming out of it now and I'm feeling good about it because yeah there's really exciting things um coming along I feel like I don't know what my my band members were like but I'm sure they would have come through the same um and also now that the pandemic is kind of not coming to an end, but the rate is going down in London. We're hopefully going to be playing shows soon and going to festivals and stuff. So I guess it's only up from here if we can keep it, keep doing the right thing and not messing it up. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I really hope it, it comes to end soon. But uh, I, I think we have probably have it a lot worse over here in America compared to, you know, London over there. Mm. Yeah, what is it like where um, where you're at at the moment? Well, I am located in uh, South Georgia. And um, so both Florida and Georgia have been kind of doing the same thing, which is more or less open the entire time. Uh, yeah. The first few months, there was kind of a lockdown. But since, I don't know, like June, July last year, no, it's maybe a little bit later than that. Um, uh, everything just really kind of opened up. So um, I don't think the numbers here are that great. Um, and you, you really, because a lot of people are not wearing masks and stuff, um, it is, you know, kind of concerning. Uh, mm. So I, I think there's been a lot of uh, misinformation passed around you know, within the United States where people are not taking it as seriously as they should. Um, I, I think most people probably are, but, you know, um, you know, states like mine, which are kind of conservative, they tend to not take it as seriously as they, as they really should. Mm. Yeah. I got you, man. Well, things cross, it kind of dies down for you guys as well. Cause the music scene over in the States is massive and yeah, need to get back to, back to normal eventually. Have you uh, ever been over here? No, I, no, I have actually. I, I, uh, I went to Florida when um, I think I was 11. First time in my life, man. I went to Orlando, Florida. Um, did some skating out there at the Van Skate Park. Um, 
what did that also we went Universal Studios. Um, yeah, it was crazy. We were supposed to go out to South by Southwest um, for a work trip in 20, 2020, literally um, right before the pandemic kind of all kicked off. We were supposed to go there, um, but unfortunately, flight got the trip got cancelled so hopefully I can get over to the states soon I'd love to go out to LA and New York and play some shows and do some writing with people oh yeah I mean that that would definitely be awesome I, I know um you know Los Angeles has a you know really really big um music scene uh a friend of mine um she was a uh, mass media major uh at the local university and uh, after she graduated, she took a job over in uh, Los Angeles. And it turned out that, like, um, her roommate uh, was a music producer, uh, went out getting a Grammy. And, no way. Yeah. And to me, it was, you know, it's, it's kind of weird being within that close of a proximity to someone who has a Grammy. It was, was kind of crazy. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Just thinking about a Grammy, like imagine winning a Grammy or even being nominated for a Grammy. That's kind of like the epitome of like, not success, but like the accolades you can get for being an artist or any creative, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when, when you get awards like that, it, it it really, really tells you a lot about that, that artist and their music. You know, mm. you, you got to be really really good at what you do to to get to that level 100 percent, man 100 percent. now um so I'm, I'm taking it so far you've not played anything live uh i've done like a couple acoustic sessions and i've done like a live stream show um but nothing live so far there's some stuff in the pipeline that unfortunately i can't announce at the moment just because we haven't officially we haven't officially announced the shows but um i'm definitely going to be playing some shows from june onwards and um, a couple festivals as well now um speaking of festivals and and uh, you mentioned uh, south by southwest a second ago um what what kind of got you involved with that or is, or is it something you can talk about yeah, so um, I work, um, as well as being an artist, I work um, at Killing Moon uh, Records. So we had a stage, we have a stage every year at South by Southwest and I work on the live side of things. So we were just booking um, our two stages. So I think it was um, alongside Reverb Nation at the time. And yeah, we're just going off to the States to showcase some of our bands, essentially. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that is one festival that I've always been interested in, but just because it it, three, it has three sides it's got the music uh technology and um and a uh, film so mm. uh, to me it's like one of those where it just has a little bit for everybody plus mm. it's in uh austin which is um uh a, a city that kind of prouds itself on being a little weird so yeah i've seen some videos what is it it's like sixth street or seventh street is it's, it seems absolutely crazy there, man. I would have loved to gone. Yeah, I I, I got to go, you know, one year. I, I mean, like uh, the closest I get to it is is a, uh, you know, I, I listen to the um, to the music that the that they release, you know, every year, like the samples of the different yeah, bands, yeah. and the the variety of music that you know is at that festival is crazy. Because, like for me, um, the festivals I go to. Um, are typically, you know, 
wrapped around like a certain genre. So, you know, if, if it's like a, you know, like a metal festival, you know, all the bands, you know, are some sort of rock to metal in, you know, to me going to something like South, South by Southwest would be uh, wonderful because uh, I like variety. So, mm. you know, I, I bounce around between, you know, something really soft and poppy to something really, you know, hard and heavy. So, um, I get you, man. Well, hopefully we catch each other there in 2022, Jared, man, or 2023 or whenever we can get there. And yeah, it'd be great to hang out, have a beer and just chat music. Yeah, that, that would be a lot of fun. I mean, um, if you ever find yourself over here, um, you know, let me know. Give me a heads up. Definitely, yeah. man. Definitely. Yeah, and I'll see, I'll see what I can work out. My schedule has been kind of tight, but I'm trying to make some changes and hopefully that uh make my schedule my schedule a little bit better wicked man sounds good yeah so <clears throat> let's see here now you have put out uh several tracks so far um do you uh, i'm assuming you have s- some more that you're planning on releasing or, or maybe an album yeah man so um the latest single that stuck out was dream sleep eat um i've got my debut EP coming out on the 11th of May um, and then after that I'm looking to stick out um, a live version of my EP which is called Gen Z um, and then I'm currently at the moment I'm currently working on my second EP just in pre-production for that so hopefully that should be coming out towards um, the latter end of the year around September October time um, and then the goal is to put out my third EP in 2022 i've already written the songs for that um i'm actually currently working on well in writing sessions for my debut album um which i'm aiming to get towards the end of 2022 but plans can change but that's kind of like my timeline at the moment in terms of releases so what what has the um overall process been like you know putting together you know your, your eps it's been cool. I think, um, yeah, it's been a lot of creative creativity being bounced around. Um, I think the second EP was a bit more bandy. Um, a lot of the stuff on, the, I'm pretty sure three out of the four tracks are written with my band. Um, one with a producer. For my third EP was written with a couple of people. Um, I can't, I'm just trying to remember what their names were. Um, I can't think off the top of my head um, what the, one of the names of the producers are, um, but he used to be in Ellie Golden's band. Um, so I wrote a track with him. Um, yeah, it's just been, it's been a differ between writing sessions, writing on my own, as well as writing with my band. And I think topic-wise, my second EP is more about mental health um, and about the mind and surviving um, and my third EP is a bit more about love. I think each EP is kind of like a snapshot of where I am in my life. My first EP is called Gen Z, which is a coming of age soundtrack for me. Um, and it goes through the topics of social media, um, toxic social media, online dating, um, heartbreak recovery, which is through friends and finding love and um, finding yourself. and my identity crisis growing up and being comfortable with my skin color and um, my identity. Um, as I said, second EP is about mental health and the third one is more about love and 
um, how I how I am in my relationship and my relationship with my girlfriend itself. Well, it sounds like you're you're definitely you know putting yourself uh, you know in you know all of your music and kind of letting the world see that. So I'm I'm sure that can be you know somewhat of a uh, frightening thing to do. Yeah, I think so, man. But I feel like my music is it's definitely a cathartic release for me because I'm generally I'm generally just a happy like super super happy and bright all the time and. Um, whenever I'm down, I like to put in a piece of paper and turn it into a song. I feel like um, the best music comes out when I'm feeling sad or emotional, and that's when you can really get something out of me. Um, so recently, since I've been happy and in a relationship, I haven't been as creative because most of my songs are really sad and down. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to work on ways to break that, right? This block and it's, it's working. And yeah, it is scary, man. People are people are seeing into my life, but I feel like if I'm writing something and people relate to it, then that's an amazing feeling at the same time. Yeah, and you know, that, that kind of uh, actually feeds into, you know, uh, I think one or two of the videos that you have on YouTube, where it's like a, a fisheye camera. Uh, mm. And I, that, that gives an interesting, you know, look into your world, which I, I find to be interesting. Yeah, man, oh, I'm glad that you find it interesting. That was um, the music videos for Accolades, um, which is the first single of the EP. Um, and that was kind of like my lockdown single that I, yeah, I wrote in the first lockdown about social media um, and toxic social media, because especially during that time, our realities were in a phone all we knew was stuff that was happening on social media. That's how we keep up with the world and keep up with our lives. And um, I guess the video kind of represented where I was at the time, stuck in a room, going mental. Um, and the fisheye lens was kind of like a POV shot of what I was kind of going through. Probably not not like rocking out and having, well, I probably was rocking out and having fun, but yeah, there's bits in that music video where I'm um, like, singing and acting really crazy and I feel like that was my mind at the time yeah and that that's pretty relatable to a lot of people I mean you know the past year has been um consuming in a lot of different ways good and bad and I, I think I think you know your music you know in, in you know in this video are relatable you know due to that fact and and that's that's something that I always um, you know like like about uh, music is is you know finding you know the different things to kind of latch onto and, and relate to uh, it, it makes you feel more connected to the band. Mm, I definitely agree, man. And it's it's just so awesome to hear that people and just like yourself are finding the tracks relatable. I guess I never really wrote the tracks for people to find it relatable, but. This has just been so. It's just been such a good response, and yeah, it, it blows my mind every time. Like, it just blows my mind that people even listen to me. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, uh, that people are just going to, you know, uh, continue following your music. I, I mean, you, you know, as as I mentioned, uh, you know, earlier, like that that song December, you know, has been pretty huge, and um, and you, you just launched this uh, this uh, new song. Uh, dream sleep eat 
and I'm sure it's, it's probably going to blow up as well. Fingers crossed, man. Yeah, just got to keep slamming out the promo at the moment, working on TikTok uh, content videos. I've been doing a lot of um, live streams on TikTok, which has really been helping. Um, I've been building like a loads of loads and loads of new fans, again, loads of new viewers, and loads of people have been loads of new people have been listening to the music. So, yeah, we're just going to keep on grinding. That's all. It, that's what what you got to do in this industry. I feel like it's just keep on working as hard as possible. Like people don't get to playing the OT or headlining Reading and Leeds or Glastonbury if they don't work hard for it and yeah just need to keep on grinding and grinding and putting out more music and building this family and this fan base oh yeah uh you you actually just made me think of uh, a question so uh you're you're on several different social media platforms you, you know including TikTok um which one do you th- feel you probably get more of a response from uh definitely tiktok man i feel like um because tiktok is it's a brand new platform and it's the first time in like five years since instagram launched where you get organic growth um and you can be seen by a huge audience like i put out a video sometime last year about it was it wasn't music related it was just a video about me going around london showing this japanese garden um called Kyoto it was called Kyoto Gardens and that got like 1.2 million views um and just being consistent with my posting has allowed me to gain like 35,000 followers I think um yeah TikTok is the one that I've been getting a lot of response from and I've seen a lot of artists build amazing fan bases and really break through on there like this is artists called Cat Burns from the UK um and there's loads of tracks that are like the soundtracks of a lot of young people's lives. I feel Instagram still has its place. Um, Instagram is more like, I feel between the two, TikTok's kind of like very personal because it's video content and you get to really see into people's lives. Well, Instagram is more like snapshot photos. Um, and that's where you kind of like, I guess, look cool. Um, as well as Instagram, it's got the Instagram Reels feature. But yeah, I would say that TikTok is kind of where I get the most engagement out of the two. Yeah, but that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, I think for me, TikTok is probably uh, my favorite platform. You know, with Facebook and Twitter, there's just a lot of negative sides and drama there. Mm. Where TikTok, it feels like there's just a lot more joy. And, and I, I like you know, more positive things like that. So uh, that, that really attracts me to it. And, um, and for some reason, TikTok just seems like it's addictive. I, I don't know if you've ever went down the TikTok rabbit hole, but you, you know, you'll get, you'll get on there for like a couple of minutes, watch a video and next thing you know, it's like two hours are gone by. Dude, I do that all the time, man. I've got, I've had to like, on my iPhone, I've had to set a timer. Um, and that's like two hours a day for TikTok. And I'm actually being quite good because I'm, I'm working full time at the moment, but when I'm on like a break or like um like a na- like a, a national holiday, I'll spend the entire day on there. So I've really had to limit myself in terms of TikTok. It's just so addictive. That's what the platform's kind of made for, isn't it? It's just to keep scrolling, and they want you to keep scrolling. That's why they keep pushing out great content all the time. Oh yeah, and and it's constantly changing and evolving. Uh, you know, like a lot of people, you know do those uh dances and um and 
you know, like one of those tracks would be out for a while and you kind of get used to seeing the the videos and, and the people like dancing to them and stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, there, there might be some sort of a, um, like a mix all of a sudden where the tune changes and it kind of, yeah. kind of takes you back a little bit. Yeah, it's great, man. TikTok's really cool um, with all those remixes and stuff. And there's like two songs merged into one. I think the most recent one that I've um, seen was talking to the moon with bruno mars um but it's mixed in with that daniel caesar song um yeah man tiktok is so fast paced isn't it it's like every week there's a new trend and every week there's a new song that's blown up and if you're one of those artists that has your tracks blow up on tiktok it's like that's kind of the start of your career do you know what i mean yeah well i mean i i can definitely say there's there's been a few artists that i've i've uh picked up on directly from tiktok i mean uh, i don't think i would have heard about them any other way really mm, yeah same here man same here there's um i guess a, a, a good example will probably be like i know olivia rodrigo is such a huge artist um but i like she has that high school musical uh show that she's in but i had no clue who she was or tiktok and um Blue the Tiger as well. I I always knew her as a bassist on TikTok, but I had no clue that she put music out. That she was actually an artist as well. So, yes, yeah, a great place just to find new music. Oh yeah. Well, uh, that's really all that I had for you today. So, um, is there anything else that you want to uh, bring up? Maybe share some socials or or anything. Yeah, I think um, it was really good to speak to you, man. And thank you so much for having me on really really appreciate it it's nice to hear a voice that's outside of the uk and speak to someone across the pond um i think if anyone's listening um make sure you check me out my name is hongza um you can find me on all social media platforms as hongza hongza um you spell that as h-o-n-g-z-a twice um and make sure you listen to my music and my debut ep Gen Z is coming out on May 11th. It is a coming of age Gen Z soundtrack and it goes through loads of topics that I think a lot of people have or will go through um, in their lifetime. Well, definitely. I mean, from what you've told me so far, it's 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 definitely going to be uh, a ride, you know, hearing you know, all of these uh, new tracks that you're going to put out over the next few um, EPs. So it's, it's going to be great. Mm, yeah, I agree. It's just, it's very exciting and really excited. And hopefully we'll chat again soon, man. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. Thank you, dude, man. It's really, really, again, really, really good to chat to you. And I hope you have a great day. You too. It was great speaking to you as well. Awesome, all right. man. All right. Goodbye.